Practical Prepping Podcast. We're helping everyday people become prepared for whatever emergencies come our way. Where gear is good, but knowledge is better, because the more you know, the less you have to carry. We're your hosts, Mark and Krista Lawley. Well, welcome to the podcast. It is Friday, and I know that I am late today, and I'll explain more of that later, but at least we're getting to record and get the episode up. Now, today we're going to talk about brand new preppers, we're going to talk about experienced preppers, know-it-alls, and trolls. What we're talking about is the state of prepping on social media. They're part There are participants all over in skills and ability. The skills and ability of participants range from brand new preppers to very experienced preppers. But along the way, you get some know-it-alls and some trolls. And we're going to talk about that today. And we're thankful for Jim Curtis Knives, who is sponsoring our episode today. Jim is a custom knife maker. And if you have not seen Jim's work, you can go to his Facebook page, and that is facebook.com slash Jim Curtis Knives. I proudly own two of his knives, custom built by him, and they are high quality knives at an affordable price. So give him a call. Every knife comes with a lifetime guarantee. It comes with lifetime sharpening, and it comes with two band-aids. And yes, they are that sharp. So let's get started, and let's talk about prepping on social media. Now, on social media, and I'm talking about Facebook groups particularly, forums, and other areas of social media, some of the folks there are brand new, and they are asking honest questions. They've come to see a need to prepare Maybe it was because of COVID, maybe it was because of the lockdowns, maybe it was the shortages, maybe it's the supply chain issues, maybe even they started with toilet paper. They saw a problem getting toilet tissue and they decided, I need to do some stocking up. Some got started with their food and their water and they want to expand. They want to move to the next level, but they want to find out what they need to do to do that. Now, some of the folks that you're going to find on social media are quite experienced, and they really do know what they're talking about. They walk the walk, not just talk the talk. Their actions match their words. Some of these folks are very skilled, very stocked, very prepared, and very willing to give out good advice. These are the people that we want to pay attention to. Some are know-it-alls. Their way is the best way. You can't do it that way. Their way is right. There is no other way. You, sir, are wrong. You don't have the right gun. You don't have a whatever. Fill in the blank. You'll die if you don't. And I illustrate it this way. If you don't have the right gun or you don't have a fill in the blank, you'll die if you don't have an alien flying frog net. You'll die if you don't have a minimum of 100,000 rounds per gun. You'll die if you don't have at least five years of food. Well, got news for you. You are going to die. We're all going to die. Nobody gets out of this life alive. And that's why we need to make the ultimate preparation for what comes after you die. See, the body dies, but the spirit lives on. 
and we need to prepare now for eternity. And that is through a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. We prepare before tornadoes and hurricanes and ice storms. We prepare before the power goes off because when it hits, it's too late to prepare. We have to prepare for eternity now. We aren't guaranteed tomorrow. Now, Krista and I have some plans for tomorrow, and that's partially why I am late today. But we are prepared in case we don't get tomorrow. Back to our folks you're going to run into on social media. Some are trolls. Some are seeking to just stir up trouble. Seems like they love confrontation. Let me give you an illustration here. There was a guy that jumped in and said that SHTF means total grid down, fighting the hordes, and nothing short of that is SHTF. Well, a lady came in and said, my husband passed away four years ago. And let me explain what SHTF means. That's when life comes crumbling down around your ankles. That's SHTF. It affected her and her family. It didn't affect me. It didn't affect you. It didn't affect the folks around her. But for her, that was SHTF. She had lost her mate. She had lost her helpmate. That is SHTF. It just hit the fan. For others, it could be injuries. What would you do if you're laid up for six weeks and can't work because of a broken leg? What about medical issues? Cancer changes people's lives. That's Schumer hitting the fan. That's SHTF. How about job loss? For you, that's SHTF. We need to be prepared for some of these things, but Sometimes you will get folks that tell you, and they're baiting you, and tell you that that's not SHTF. Just scroll on by. Don't worry about those folks. Now, you've got another group in there that some either don't read the questions fully, or they engage their mouth, or in this case, their fingers before they think, or maybe they're even just clueless. There was a young lady in a forum that was wanting to start prepping And she said, I am a single mother with limited income. How do I get started prepping? Well, one genius jumped in and said that you need to buy 40 acres in the country. Another one jumped in and said, buy 50 pounds of rice and 50 pounds of beans. Somebody else told her to buy this brand of freeze-dried food. Somebody else said, you need to buy a year's worth of food. And my question was, did you miss the part where she said limited income? Instead of those kinds of answers, why not say something along the lines of, buy a little extra of what you normally eat each time you shop and set it aside. See, if you do that, it mounts up. A single mother on a limited budget cannot buy a $100,000 or more piece of property. She can't afford $150 for freeze-dried food. And she certainly is not going to feed her child 50 pounds of rice and beans over time. But now a single mother on a limited budget can manage to buy a couple of extra cans of food or boxes of mac and cheese or a case of bottled water. All of these things are under 5 bucks, And that is within the reach of anyone on a limited budget or a limited income. And you do that over time, and those supplies begin to mount up. 
your stock grows. And it won't be long before you'll have three days worth of food, and then seven days worth of food, and then two weeks worth of food, and then you're well on your way. So you're going to meet those folks who don't understand the question, or they start typing before they think. So here's the question. Is social media a bad place to learn about prepping? Absolutely not. It's a great way to learn. You can learn what to do, and sometimes you can learn what not to do. Some will share the mistakes they've made. It's been interesting to watch in the social medias, and I did this when it was after hurricanes, and I did this after the Texas snowstorm, and people were just being honest, said, we were fine except for, and they told what they found as a shortcoming in their preps. A lot of them, it involved water. Some of them, one of them, it involved not having enough propane. He had heaters, but he didn't have enough propane. There are just a number of things that people shared where they found their shortcomings after the Texas snowstorms. And I sometimes see this after tornadoes, too. So some folks share the mistakes that they made. And a friend of mine shared that when they were expecting an ice storm, and in the south, that means that the power is going to be out. He went to the store and bought a bunch of frozen pizzas, and he later realized that electric ovens don't cook during power outages. And he told me, he said, I learned a valuable lesson that day. And now he can cook if there is not necessarily frozen pizzas, but he can eat if there is an ice storm and there's no power to his house. He learned from that, and he shared that. Now, when you encounter the know-it-alls, the trolls, and the ones who don't address the question or those that give an idiotic answer, just scroll on by. Ignore them. Next. Keep going. Now, if you're relatively new to preparedness, don't be afraid to ask questions. You may get a few nutty answers, but you'll also get some good answers. You may want to ask in more than one place and compare the answers that you get. Folks who know what they're doing and want to help will give you honest answers. And realize that there's no one right way to prepare. What works for me may or may not work for another. Take what works for you and ignore what doesn't. In addition to asking questions, don't be afraid to answer questions. If you've been prepping a month, you may not want to answer a question on stock rotation or homesteading. That's obvious. I don't engage in questions about raising chickens, goats, or well pumps. I don't have them. I don't know them. And I read those and those answers to learn. I pick up information that could be helpful in the future. Don't be afraid to jump in. You may actually have the answer that they need. But if people are responding, don't take it personally when the know-it-alls or the trolls respond to your questions negatively. Just scroll on by. See, sometimes the know-it-alls and the trolls, and this is where I'm going to paint a picture of somebody. Sometimes these know-it-alls and trolls are 400-pound keyboard warriors who have a 70-pound bug-out bag who plan to go all Rambo and live in the woods for a year but they can't walk up a flight of stairs without getting winded, and they're telling you that you need to bug out at the first sign of trouble. Their food stores may be junk food and beer, but they know what you need. 
More often, though, instead of those know-it-alls and trolls, you'll encounter somebody that's been there. Somebody who really knows how to be prepared. How to stay warm when the power's out. Or how to purify water if the water system becomes contaminated. Somebody who walks the walk, not just talks the talk. A good example of that is if you want to know how to take care of your feet, talk with a Marine who's been in combat. They know the importance of dry socks and taking care of your feet. So don't be afraid to use social media for prepping information. Just be careful. Check out the answers. See, the Bible says that there's wisdom in many counselors. If you're getting started and 10 people tell you that you need food and water, and one person tells you that the most important thing to have is lots of guns and ammo, trust those 10 people. There's wisdom in many counselors. Now, I'm not saying that guns and ammo are not important. They are. But that's not the place to start if you have no food and water. Now, let me encourage you to check out our Facebook page. We're at facebook.com slash practicalprepping. Or go to our website, practicalprepping.info. We have articles, we have resources, we have links on there to people that you can trust. If I don't trust a particular person or business, their link does not go on our website. And you can email us, info at practicalprepping.info. Krista and I both are more than happy to answer questions. We're more than happy to steer you in the right direction or to the right person who can answer your question, because we don't have them all. But you know what? we got a pretty good idea who has the answer to the question you may have. And if we can't answer it, we'll steer you in the right direction. We also welcome your input. We've had folks that have emailed us thanking us for the podcast, and we certainly appreciate that. We've had folks that have emailed us, checking on us after tornadoes go across Alabama. We certainly appreciate that. And we would ask you to give us some feedback. Email us and let us know what you like about the podcast. Let us know what you don't like about the podcast. Please, we're looking for honest answers. And if that means that you have something that just grates on you, tell us. If there's anything we can do about that, we'll try. We always want to improve the podcast, but we can only do that with your input. So we thank you for listening today. We appreciate Jim Curtis Knives for sponsoring our podcast today. And as Krista says, stuff happens. Stay prepared. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. If you haven't done this already, go ahead and click the subscribe button so you'll never miss one of our episodes and share it with your friends and family. You can reach us on Facebook at Practical Prepping. You can email us at info at practicalprepping.info. And our website is practicalprepping.info. And as always, remember, stuff happens. Stay prepared.